Welcome to the Do Divorce Right podcast. I'm your host, Becca Maxwell, and I'm here to help you transition through your divorce with ease and integrity, to not only survive the challenges of your divorce, but to thrive as you come out the other side of it with a much better life than you ever hoped possible. On this show, we talk about many different aspects of divorce, interview women who have their own incredible divorce stories, or those who can offer some great advice as you go through yours. The focus here is to help you find the strength and support to help you feel lighter, happier, more positive, and in a better frame of mind to face the inevitable challenges of your current journey. In this episode, I'm going to talk about why a bad marriage is worse for women than it is for men. I was just so taken with this study that I've read articles around it, I've read the research itself, and I feel it's important to pass along some of these findings. You've probably heard the expression, the truism that married men live longer and healthier lives than unmarried men. And that is apparently regardless of the unhappiness of the marriage. Simply the simple fact of being married is what helps them live longer and healthier lives. A quick Google on this, um, on why this is the case, came up with some fairly uninspiring hypotheses, I felt, such as because they have a wife to schedule their medical appointments and look after them when they're unwell, because they're more likely to eat healthier food and exercise, and they're less likely to smoke drink excessively or engage in risky behaviours, unless apparently they're married to me. But for women, being married, the simple act of being married doesn't promise the same benefits of living a longer and healthier life. In fact, an unhappy marriage, in an unhappy marriage, women's mental and physical health suffers tremendously. Psychologist Robert W. Levinson of the University of California suggests that the answer might lie in the way men and women process their spouse's emotions and their own emotions differently. So we all experience physiological arousal in stressful situations. This is our heart beating fast, a shortness in breath, perspiring, muscle tension, etc. And I'm sure that you can recall plenty of examples of when you've been in physiological arousal. It's not arousal in the good way. Um, Instead, it can feel similar to your body's response to anxiety or stress. Now, it seems quite straightforward to hear that for husbands, the more physiologically aroused they are, the more negative they feel emotionally. Okay, that sounds logical. But apparently for wives, there's no significant relationship between how physiologically aroused they are and how badly they feel. This feels counterintuitive, but what it points to is the possibility that men are actually in tune with their emotions, wait for it, I'll talk more about what they do with this, than women. Because women are potentially tuning into their husband's emotions and not their own. So in stressful situations such as arguing with a spouse or sometimes even just entering an unhappy home, men can feel that stress response, unconsciously recognize it and choose to withdraw because they want to downgrade that stress response. In doing this, 
in withdrawing from the confrontation or the opportunity to resolve whatever conflict or unhappiness is in the marriage, he is protecting himself from those long-term harmful effects. The other option for protecting themselves instead of withdrawing is stonewalling. This is when he shuts down from conflict. He'll be unresponsive, evasive. He'll tune out, turn away, or act busy. Men would likely describe this as de-escalating the situation. But if it's true then that women are not tuning into their own emotions but into their spouse's emotions, then she doesn't have the same opportunity to benefit from these coping mechanisms. She's feeling the feelings, not withdrawing or stonewalling. So her physiological arousal remains high even though he's managed to reduce his. You can picture it, can't you? Things have been shitty in the marriage for some time. There doesn't seem to be a resolution in sight. Husband walks into the home and obviously he feels unhappy. And so he retreats somewhere behind the television, into the garage, behind a computer or a phone call, whatever. But it's not towards you to have a conversation. And so even if you've had a wonderful day, feeling on top of the world, kicked some badass goals and had a like little sing-along karaoke on your drive home from wherever, even if you weren't feeling bad, you weren't physiologically aroused in any way, you aren't experiencing any negative emotions, still you will unconsciously try to stay engaged or enter into a discussion and you will adopt his emotions, the ones that he's doing so well at ignoring and pushing away. So in a bad marriage where conflict or unhappiness is continued over time, the wife is essentially in a situation of chronic stress, which can wreak havoc on our minds and our bodies. In a stressful situation, our body's stress response system is usually self-balancing. Right? Once the perceived threat has passed, our hormone levels return to normal. And as the adrenaline and the cortisol levels drop, our heart rate, our blood pressure, etc., return to normal. But when these stresses are always present, such as the situation I've just described, and an unhappy home where there's no resolution, our cortisol levels remain high. And this long-term activation of the stress response system and the overexposure to cortisol and other stress hormones can disrupt at almost all of your body's processes. This exposure to chronic stress can lead to increased risk of anxiety, depression, digestive problems, headaches, muscle tension and pain, heart disease, heart attack, high blood pressure, stroke, sleep problems, weight gain, memory and concentration impairment, the list goes on. So I'm not sharing with you this, I'm not sharing this with you to cause any panic or to encourage anyone to leave their marriage if things aren't working out. All marriages, all relationships will have some bad patches. And if there's a chance to resolve these, then I wish the couple all the success in doing so. But I share this because I found the study fascinating, if not altogether unsub oh, if not altogether surprising. And for anyone who's listening and can identify with these long-term stresses in your marriage, please find ways to take care of yourself until something fundamentally changes. And that may be the end of the marriage, of course. I'd love to hear 
your reaction to this study. What do you think? Do you agree that a bad marriage is worse for women than men? Is there something women can do differently to not take on the physiological arousal of their partner? DM me on Instagram. My handle is at do divorce right. Or on Facebook, you can find me Becca Maxwell, do divorce right. I'd really love to hear from you and what your thoughts were on this particular study. Thanks for listening. I hope you took something of value out of this episode. I'm your host, Becca Maxwell, and you can find me on the web at dodivorceright.com or on Instagram at dodivorceright. I look forward to connecting with you there.